young man, so I think very little of death. Who really does till it's coming for them? And I know with each breath I come one closer, but death is just a hook behind the door. Well, I'll leave my dirty clothes. Oh, death is just a hook behind the door where I'll hang my dirty clothes. They may dump my body in the sea, spread my ashes miles wide. It won't matter, cause all my parts will realign. They will rush to find each other when they hear their lovers cry. And death will be abandoned when he comes back for his breath. Oh, death will be abandoned when he comes back for his breath. Welcome to the Coloring Chaos Podcast. My name is Jonah, and I am coming to you from Macomb, Michigan. Macomb, Michigan. And uh, how I started with the podcast today, this episode, is not a normal way that we start um, with uh, which with each episode, but it is something that um, the more I thought about it would be more relevant and appropriate specifically for what we're talking about today, which we'll go to in a little bit. But again, I just want to say to everybody who is watching or listening to this, it is such a honor that you are taking time to spend with this no matter where you're at maybe you just woke up or maybe you're going throughout your day or maybe it's at night or maybe you're going to work or you're at work and you're trying to get away from work because you don't want to be at work right now no, no matter where you're at no matter how you're partaking in this it is truly an honor and i really do not want to waste your time and uh, my hope and my prayer for this, as I've said in previous episodes, which if you haven't um, listened to or watched, you can you can do so. They're they're here. They're archived. Um, no matter however you you partake in it, but no matter where you're at, my hope and prayer for this is that this is something that will meet you, no matter the chaos in your life. No matter the good, the bad, the ugly, the sad, no matter if you're you're going through heartbreak or maybe you're going through pain or confusion or doubt or maybe you literally are having the best days of your life and you are saying, Jonah, I could not be uh, any happier. I could not be in any um, better mood. No matter where you are at today, uh, my heart is that this podcast goes beyond our emotions and beyond our circumstances and it will find us in a vulnerable place where we can look beyond everything that's going on around us, no matter the, the chaoses or no matter the, the roses in our life, that we can look and ask the hard questions and look at who we are and say, you know what, 
regardless of what I'm going through, I want to find a color out of this. It could be the best times of your life. It could be the worst times of your life. No matter where you're at, I am a strong believer and advocate that we can find a color out of any chaos, even the good chaoses, if there are good chaoses. But anyway, you get my point. The point is, is that there is color to be found here. There's purpose. There is hope. There is, there is a bigger picture than what we can go through. Um, so in saying that, um, I don't want to take too much of your time, but I do want to segue into what we will be talking about today. So um, in this episode, it's something that I've definitely been thinking about, especially since the last episode, um, and that is the name. If you heard last episode, you know that I am big about names, so I'll give you the name and we'll go into it. But the name of today's episode is The Loudest Sound Ever Heard. The Loudest Sound Ever Heard. And you might be wondering, um, if you're like me, you'd be wondering, okay, cool, that's a that's cool name, but what is the loudest sound ever heard? Well, hold up one moment. Hold up one moment. First, I want to ask you, what are the sounds in your life? What are the sounds in, 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 in your heart right now with where you're at? It could be a beautiful melody. It could be a, a, a song, a, a, a romantic song because you're in love right now and, and you're going through such an awesome, awesome time. It could be a song of maybe um, searching. Maybe it's uh, one of those songs uh, that um, uh, for me, um, uh, when I think about searching, I think about um, uh, one of my favorite bands. They actually just released a new album uh, and the band, the name of the band is Death Cab for Cootie. Death Cab for Cootie. And they just released a new album and the cool thing about Death Cab for Cootie to me is that when they write the lyrics that they do, it's, it's, it's full of all these metaphors and, and searching and, and kind of trying to paint a picture of how they are feeling and trying to relate that with, okay, where do I want to be and where, where am I at? And, and, it, and it's just this very artic, uh, this, uh, this artistic and poetic um, way of examining um, their, their, what they're going through. And so maybe that's the song in your heart right now. Maybe it's like something like that. Maybe you're, maybe you're writing this poetry and you're trying to process something. Or maybe the song in your heart, maybe the sound in your life right now is the sound of alarms and, and chaos and, and all of these different things because every single, every single place you look, it's almost as if some, something's demanding your attention, demanding your, your heart, demanding your, um, demanding your time. No matter, no matter where you go, it seems like you can't get away from this. I was just in a park the other day, and uh, they had this sign, and I actually want to read it. I actually want to read it. it. It was something I thought was really profound, but it, it said this. It said, the sharp crack of gunfire from the neighboring sportsman's club the drone of a passing plane, the sound of traffic on the nearby street. These are not the sounds visitors expect to hear, yet these are the noises we must accept. As technology has advanced, the effects are felt everywhere, even in parks. And this is a sign on the middle of a hiking trail in a park. And what I just now read is something that 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 kind of goes with this. It, it, it's that concept of what are the noises around you that you maybe don't like, but you're accepting. Um, in, in my life, if I'm being vulnerable with you, one of the noises that 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 are in my life is this this noise of saying, "Okay, Jonah, in light of where you've been and all the things you've gone through, um, what what was the purpose of?" 
some of the things that you went through. Um, so, so um, to be vulnerable with you, um, I've talked about it before, especially in this podcast. Um, and it, it's the, uh, the 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 previous relationship that I was in. Um, I still have a lot of a lot of questions, a lot of thoughts with that, and and that's something that uh, sometimes defines me. Sometimes uh, I was I was talking with a friend the other day, and he was talking about a relationship that um, that he previously was in, and he and he was asking me, he was saying, Jonah, um, you know, how do you process that? Like, uh, are you kind of still having a hard time processing it? Because he was sharing that he was as well. And I looked at him, I laughed, I said, oh, heck yeah. Every single day, it's it's almost like this, it kind of comes in, in random times, maybe a memory or something that reminds me of the, the previous relationship that I was in. And so that's a noise, that's a noise that's going on in my life. Um, also, uh, another noise is, is this noise to um, perform. There's this noise to say, okay, every single day I have responsibilities in my life. And now there, here's the opportunity that I got to do something with them. And I have to do it well. I have to do it with excellence. And, uh, and so for me, it could be the, the jobs that I work at or even in ministry. There's a lot of noises that could come with that. There's the noises of saying, okay, Lord, I want to reflect you as much, as much as I can. But at the same time, I want to be real through it. And so that's a noise. It's a noise to to um, to look at who you are and say, okay, how can I be honest with who I'm at? At the same time, be able to be there for others, no matter what they're going through, no matter where they're at, no matter the chaos is in their life. So that's a noise. But again, um, I, I don't really want to go into me, but I, I want to talk about like just kind of us. Where are we at? What are the noises in our life? Well, just like in that park, what are some of the noises that you've come to accept? Maybe it's losing a job. Maybe it's, um, you, you know, you're trying to process, okay, God, where are you in blank? All of this is going on in blank. Maybe the noises of your life right now is saying that there is no God, that there is no creator, there is no savior or sustainer, and all this is all hoopla. There is no purpose. There is no hope. And right now I feel like junk and I feel like there is no reason why I am here and I am taking up space. Maybe you're having all these noises of it's better, that, 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 that it's best that you're not around, that, that I should not have been born or, or all these crazy noises. Or maybe you have this noise of saying, um, I, I've been too far. I've, I'm too far from home. I can never go back. I can never go back to this, this innocence, this childlike wonder of every single day. If, if you've been listening to this podcast, the, the second episode, we talked about brave new world that that maybe you feel like you're so callous to everything around you that you say you know what I, I I don't look at this world as an opportunity anymore but I look at everybody around me and it's almost like they're the noises in my life if only I could get rid of these people in my life then maybe I'll be able to comprehend and, and maybe breathe for a second no matter what the noises are in your life I want to talk about the loudest noise that we will ever hear, the loudest noise that we will ever hear. And with this, I, I go back to a memory and it was sophomore year of college, sophomore year of college. And uh, around this time, I developed a heart for running, for running. And if any of you are listening or watching this and you are an avid runner, I have so much respect for you. Um, because you are dedicated to running and not only that, but, but it seems that a lot of people that I've talked to, they start to develop this, this pleasure with running that, that as they run is something they start to enjoy. And it's something that they start to look forward to. And I can relate with that to a degree. Cause I remember back in college, um, I would, I would love to, uh, to run. And for me, 
running was an opportunity for me to get out of all the noise of the of of, of college and and um, exams and and performance and all this other stuff that 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 you would think about in college. Um, all these all these things, all these pressures. Um, for me, I worked many many jobs in college, so I had a lot of uh, I had a lot of outside jobs. I had a relationship I, it, that was heading towards a a possible marriage, so I had that noise. I had the noise of 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 like parents and all this other stuff. And, and friends and trying to balance all this stuff. There's normal stuff that every single one of us have to deal with. Um, but I remember that running for me was an opportunity to get away from the noise and, and to get outside and say, you know what? Okay, Lord, I, I need to talk with you. I need to be vulnerable with you. I need you kind of like Psalms 139 verse 23 to 24. Um, which is a, a psalm that's very important to me and very crucial in my life. But it's David asking God, search me, oh God, know me, test me, know my anxious thoughts, see if there's any offensive way in me and lead me in your way everlasting. And so I remember... I would always do the same thing. I would get up against the wall. I would do my stretches. I would uh, make sure my shoes are tied well. And I would start to get my my breathing ready. So for me, it's like a... It's an it's a, it's a in, in, out, in, in, out, in, in, out. And it would be through the nose and then out the mouth. And, and you might be like, Jonah, that is the weirdest thing that I think I've ever heard on a podcast or on a video. And, and with that, I just want to paint a picture so that you can be in this in this process with me. So that you can, you can hopefully um, kind of be brought into this moment. So I'm running, right? And, and to be very vulnerable with you, I'm thinking, I'm asking the Lord, um, especially during this time, I was struggling a lot with the uh, temptation of lust and pornography and um, to give in sexually and and all of the things that that you can imagine that you would be dealing with um, some of you you might not deal with that some of you might have dealt with it uh, previously um, but I, I especially specifically in this moment every time I would run I would be honest with the Lord about that saying okay God I want to be a I want to be a pure I want to be a pure um, vessel for you I want for you to be able to move through my my lips through my eyes um, through my heart I want it to be something that is not any type of hostility between me and you but I want you to be clearly seen to the world around me and and even in my own thoughts and as I process day-to-day life and every time I would run I would be honest with them I'd be having a conversation with them so I'm keeping my pace I'm keeping my uh, my breathing and I remember it was a beautiful run it was late at night and I remember turning a corner as I was running I was just being honest with the Lord and, and I in, in a way, I felt kind of like a, a failure, as as maybe you can relate with, um, that, you know, on your good days, you're like, okay, I'm starting to get this, you know, life down, especially if you're a follower of Christ. Um, you have good days where you're like, look, I'm on, I'm on, I'm on top of things. Like I'm, I'm loving people the way I should. I'm, I'm being pure with my thoughts. I'm, 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 I'm glorifying him with my time. I'm being a, a man of integrity or a woman of integrity. If you're listening to this and you're a woman and, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm doing all these things right. And sometimes, especially if you're a follower of Christ, there's sometimes you're just like, look, today has been a bad day. And no matter what I do, I am just messing it up royally. And God, I don't know why you would love me because right now is one of those days where I would look at myself and, and dig a ditch and throw me into it. And maybe you did in those moments, if you're like me, you deal with a lot of guilt and shame and you start to say, okay, God, is there something wrong with me? Is there something wrong with our relationship? And, and, and that wasn't really, I wasn't really having one of those days, but it was a, a moment where I was looking at all those days I had previously 
And I was saying, okay, God, okay, where am I at with you? I know what your word says. I, 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 I know, I know that you're with me. I'm not doubting the fact you're with me, but God, I just want to hear from you. I want, I want to experience you. Speak to me through this run. I was almost begging God, speak to me, speak to me, speak to me. I need you. 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 God, I'm nothing without you. I'm nothing without you. And I remember turning this corner. And as I turned this corner, for some reason, I thought about um, I thought about a passage in Scripture, and it actually comes from 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty two. And so I'm going to read this to you. And this is what I was kind of meditating on as I was running, and it was this. Um, and I'll be reading from the uh, New Living Translation, the NLT, and First Corinthians fifteen fifty two. And this is Paul. Paul's writing about the end of times, and he writes this: It will happen in a moment. In the blink of an eye, when the last trumpet is blown, for when the trumpet sounds, those who have died will be raised to life forever, and we who are living will also be transformed. And what Paul's talking about is that there's, 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 this, there's this idea in Scripture, in the Bible, and there's this, 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 this picture that when Jesus comes back, Jesus came, the, the word of God, the same word that created everything, that created the solar systems and earth and created you and me, the same word of God that spoke everything that we can read about in Genesis. That word that was pursuing after man over and over and over and over. And, and man was kind of in this loop of saying, okay, God, I, I need you. Times are bad, but oh, times are good. I don't need you. Ah, I need you. No, I don't need you. And there's this loop of constantly man get kind of in this like weird dance with their creator as the, the creator is being very patient and walking alongside of him and trying to discipline him like a father disciplines a child and, and trying to 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 teach the child that look you need me I am yours like like come to me I'm the only one that can satisfy you and and to to heal this broken relationship that we have because of your rebellion you know it's just like a father who pursues after a child or a mother that pursues after a child that the child keeps blowing it and pushing the, the the mother and father away and and a good mother and father won't ignore the fact of the, the all of the stuff that has happened previously but they will talk with their child and and try to help the child understand what they did wrong and what is wrong within their relationship so that it's not repeated and so that they can have a reconciled relationship so all throughout scripture you have God pursuing us the word of God pursuing us and we constantly say oh i need you when times are bad but then i don't need you when i'm comfortable when i'm okay and all the while ignoring that our hearts are wicked towards him that our hearts aren't fixed but maybe the circumstances might be good but inside is not good it's it's all this chaos all these noises as we were talking about all these sounds all these noises all these all these all these things inside of our hearts that is broken and so the word of god becomes flesh and becomes one of us and lives the life that we couldn't in order for us to no longer find identity in ourselves and our brokenness, but to find identity in him, perfection. God, Jesus, the word of God becoming flesh, and he died the death that we deserve as broken people, hostile to our creator. He died that death so that we don't have to die that death anymore, but that we can become alive through a surrender saying, look, I am broken, but you are perfect and I surrender. I want you to be Lord and master and, and basically be the creator that you always was, but I am acknowledging that you are. And now, God, when you look at me, you don't know, you no longer see my brokenness and all that chaotic noises within my heart, but you see perfection through Jesus, through your son, through your word. 
And your word is you. You are your word. And, and your word has the power to take away all of those noises within my heart and make them a beautiful melody that says, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. No matter what you're going through, no matter what you've done, no matter what you will do, but is this constantly, this, this journey of saying, you know what, Lord, you are renewing me. And the Bible says that when we do that, that we receive the same spirit of Jesus that rose him from the dead, that rolled away the, the stone, and that, that the same spirit that rose Jesus from the dead, and the same spirit in Genesis, in the very first book of the Bible, that's hovering over the waters. And as the word of God creates out of nothing, the spirit is helping transform and, and just mold that, that, something into, that, that nothing into something. And that same spirit becomes a part of you and dwells inside of you when you surrender. And I'm running and and I'm thinking about that, and I'm thinking about that passage in 1 Corinthians 15 that, that we just read, talking about in a flash, in a twinkling of an eye, the last trumpet. And this is the moment when Jesus comes back, because when Jesus left, he said, look, I am giving you my spirit. You go into this world and tell them the good news that they no longer have to live looking at their chaos and allowing chaos to have the last word in their life. But they can look at their chaos and say, look, there is a color. Why? Because my creator loves me, and he gives me a hope and a purpose and an identity that goes far beyond anything this world can produce or give us that literally you are so loved and that you have been created with a plan and a purpose by your creator that goes far beyond anything this world can offer and so in this moment paul's talking about in that moment when jesus comes back and he will come for us and and it'll be almost like a flash a, a, a twinkling of an eye in a moment that everything that once took all your attention, the, the loudest noise that you ever heard, maybe it's grief or pain or break, uh, a break, a uh, broken relationship or grief or or just a, a a loss for words. No matter what, the loudest noise that is taking your time and attentions and talents away from from what really matters in the big picture of life, in that moment it'll be like a twinkling of an eye, and there'll be like a loud noise, like a trumpet, that all of a sudden everything in the world will stop to a halt. And all of the focus will be on that loudest noise that was ever heard, which ultimately is the, is the trumpet declaring the fact that the king is in the building and the king is coming and the king is here. And in that moment, I remember as I was running, I started to think, God, what, what would I do if I heard that noise? And I started to imagine that loud noise. And, and, and I, I, I literally, in a way, I know I didn't, I didn't literally hear it, but it's almost like I was so overwhelmed meditating on this as I was run, running. I heard this loud noise and, and I almost had this like awe and fear and reverence that came over me as I was running and I got goosebumps and, and, and I, was, I was still running and, and my breathing was still there. And I said, and I, I thought about this loudest noise that I can ever comprehend of the fact of like, okay, it's done. It's almost like when, when you're at home and, um, and you're kind of like, it's late at night and you're, you're like sneaking into the kitchen. You're a kid and your, your mom and dad says, Hey, look, stay in bed, you know? You know, you come out of bed in the morning, but I need you to go to sleep. And you, you kind of sneak out of bed and you go into the kitchen and you, you're trying to grab a little bit of that dessert. And all of a sudden, boom, the lights flip on. And there's nothing you can do. It's not like you can go hide underneath the table and say, uh, I'm not here. No, in that moment, you are caught. <laughs> you are caught and it is over. There is no going back, but it's done. 
and in that moment I was thinking about that concept of uh, like in a flash of a uh, flash of light at, and that the trumpet was, was sound and I said God what would I do if that happened and the only thing I can think about and and as God is my witness is being as transparent with you I was thinking what would I do and I said you know what I wouldn't do anything I would fall just, just straight up like I was running you know you know also boom fall down on the on the ground as fast and as hard as I could I wouldn't care if I just cracked my head open on the on the pavement but I would fall why because that light just flipped on and everything everything that I was struggling with everything that 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 had my attention and my heart all the things that all the things that that had me so divided is no more I don't have to worry about it anymore but now I'm in face to face and with my creator and I am fully known the light has been flipped on and there is no going back and now I rest at the feet of, 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 of my creator that overwhelms me that 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 surrounds me that no matter what I've done or what I am doing or what, what I would have done that that right now he's with me and that is all that matters that is the loudest noise that would take up my attention at that moment and I remember just thinking about that and saying oh God oh God thank you for who you are and God forgive me for who I've been I'm yours God and even though I knew I was his, it was a reminder that one day, one day, that all of these noises that we focus all of our attention on, all of our insufficiencies and all of our weaknesses and all of our pains and, and, and traumas and, and doubts and all the things we're still processing, all of our wounds, all of our baggage will be no more. And that won't matter. We won't ever think about it ever again. But what will matter is the fact that we are fully known by our creator and that also leads to to the next point that as i as i was recently thinking about this memory i actually wrote uh, wrote a, wrote a poem about it and this was last year this was um december 16th 2017 and and i wrote something here um that that i, I kind of want to segue into to kind of where we where we're going to end with this and it's this I wrote, wrote about what we just talked about. I said this, I was running, Father, with a heavy heart and a full mind. 112 was the pace of my breathing. I want to be all you've made me to be. Can any of you relate with that? Have any of you ever said, you know what, Lord, I, I just want to be everything that you've made me to be, and I know I'm not, and I want to be. I want to be. And that's, that's what I was thinking right there at that moment. And if you have thought that, you're not alone. And if you've never thought that, that's, that's something that is profound that, that might just change your life. And so I said that I want to be everything you've made me to be. I want to be more like you. With every step, I share intimacy. And that word intimacy is something that I think about a lot, that I long for intimacy. I think we all do, to be very honest. And we kind of pick and choose how we find intimacy or what we define as intimacy. Some of us reach for it in sex or or relationships or things and and we think that kind of brings an intimacy, this this warm feeling of just feeling known and and stuff. But I, I know especially in this moment that I'm writing about what I just talked with you about. I just want an intimacy with the Father. I want an intimacy with my creator. I wanted just to be able to feel him near and to know everything was okay. And I said this, with every step I share intimacy, I want nothing else but to be yours. And this is something that really got me. And it made me start thinking about sharing this with you. But it says this, oh God, I can't help but think of the end. All that I know is not all that there is. You overwhelm my beating heart with a burning revelation. The loudest sound, a clear alarm declares it's finished. 
I cannot hide. What is done is no more. I cannot help but have a complete fear yet peace and awe. With complete disregard for my person, I collapse, falling on my face. My knees hit the pavement, gladly in surrender, overcome above and below. Holy, 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 it will never cease to come from this heart that's below. To be on my absolute to to be on my absolutely surrendered being i am overcome i am abandoned i am yours i am overcome i am abandoned i am yours i want to end with this and this is something that i know the lord has has been teaching me and has taught me over and over and if you're anything like me sometimes you need to learn the exact same lesson over and over but it's this 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 thought the less in control that you are, the less in control that you feel like you are, the easier it is to keep it clear who is in control. If you right now are saying, you know what, Lord, like Lord and even Jonah and, and just everybody around me, you know, if I'm being vulnerable and being honest, like I don't feel in control right now. I feel like I'm all over the place and I'm so scattered and there's so much chaos in my heart and, and, and I just don't know what to do. I, I want to say with everything that you are in such a beautiful place, even though that is hard to hear and, 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 and it's, it's hard for me to say it, but the place that you're in right now saying I'm not in control, you're starting to get a bigger picture and that bigger picture will lead you to freedom where there is truth, there is freedom. And the truth is, is that you are, and I am not in control. I am not in control. I am not in control in a moment. I can pass out in a moment. I can pass away. And that used to scare me. But to be honest with you, it doesn't anymore. Why? Because almost every day I have that opportunity to die to myself and say, you know what? Wait, Lord, I'm already dead. I'm yours. I'm alive in you. Nothing, no circumstance, no thing can take that away. No, no chaos, no, no doubt, confusion, hurt, worry, circumstance, financial um, lack, no matter anything that goes on in my life, no matter what person comes into my life and leaves, no matter what somebody steals from me, no matter what, Lord, nothing can take away my identity that is found in you. And I'm not just saying that for you to be like, Jonah, that's so cool about you. I'm saying, look, you can have that too. And if you do have that, be encouraged today that, that nothing in this world can take that away. Nothing, 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 nothing. There's a color in your chaos. There's hope through the pain. And there is beauty in recognizing that I am not in control. But God, you are the I am when I know that I am not. God, you are the I am when I know that I am not. Heavy hearts rest easy no matter what you're going through. Be encouraged, be encouraged, be strengthened. Look at people today. What if we look at people today saying, you know what? We're in this together, that you are no different than me. And the only difference that could be is that maybe your chaos looks a little different than mine. But the fact is, is that we as people are not in control and we are not, we are not, we are not all that we can be, but we can agree that we are on this process, this journey together. And especially when it comes to our creator, I want to say this, and I say this very often, 
and I, I mean this, I, I, I want to end with this, but I mean this, I, I say this very often, this is a profound truth that has, has really done so much in me to, to help remind me of the bigger picture. And it's this truth, a creator will not create without a purpose. A creator will not create without a purpose. If you sit down to create something, even if the purpose is no purpose, the reason why you create is just to flippantly create. That is a purpose. You have a purpose. The purpose is, is that you don't have a purpose. You choose to not have a purpose. That there is, there is no purpose, but you are in the authority of saying there is no purpose. If we want to say or believe for a moment that we have a creator that did not create with the purpose, it makes no sense. Because why in the world are there good things? Why are there beautiful things? Why are there things that get us to, to have a awe and a reverence and, and to make us think about something beyond what we can see or feel or, or comprehend? Why? If we have a creator that created with no purpose with this flippant act, then, then why, why, why does it seem like that he, that he's pursuing us throughout the day or, or pursuing us through our lives? Maybe you look at me and say, Jonah, he's not pursuing me. That's all folklore. I'll tell you what, why in the world do I think that? And I feel that, 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 that my creator is pursuing after me. It makes no sense. If anything, my life would be a lot easier if I didn't think that a creator was pursuing after me because then I could just do what I want to do when I want to do it and how I want to do it. No, no, a creator does not create without a purpose. And you have a purpose, my friend. You have a purpose. I have a purpose that we don't have to be on our knees saying, you know what? I'm going to take my life because there's nothing left. No, the purpose isn't found in you. And that purpose isn't found in me. And the purpose isn't found in circumstances. The purpose isn't found in provision. The purpose is found in the creator and, and the giver of it all. There is a loudest sound that we will ever hear. A louder sound than anything we've ever felt and the moment where we say look Lord I want to focus on that louder sound and that sound is the fact that you are real and you are active in my life and you will come back for me and when we do that all these other noises will disappear one of my favorite hymns is turn your eyes I think it's turn your eyes upon heaven turn your eyes upon Jesus. oh turn your eyes upon Jesus oh <laughs> turn your eyes upon Jesus Turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full in his wonderful face, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. And if I butchered that, I'm sorry, but that one part, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim. No matter what noise that's in your life, let's look forward to that together. Let's pray real quick. Lord God, thank you for who you are. Thank you for what you're doing. God, thank you that we can be encouraged by the fact that you are in control and that you are faithfully, faithfully pursuing our hearts. Lord, you are, you're, just like we talked last episode, Lord, you are into doing a complete work of grace, not a partial one in our heart. Lord, thank you that when the rest of the world thinks about us and what we can offer it and we they throw us away when we can't offer it anything that it desires lord you, you don't care about what we can bring you you don't need us lord but you look after our heart and you love us so much because you intimately wove us when we were in our mother's womb god just like psalms 139 says 
Lord, thank you that you care for us. You care for our hearts. You care for all those noises in our hearts. Every single noise in our heart, Lord, you are just like that jealous father that looks at their child and wants the best for them. And that, and that loving mother that does the exact same thing. God, thank you so much that you pursue after us, even when we're, we're unpursuable to the, to the world and even to ourselves. Those moments that we look in the mirror and we don't like what we see, Lord, you look at us and say, you are beautiful. We are beautiful because you look at us and see that you created us and that you have a plan and purpose for us that goes far beyond anything this world can offer. Lord, I thank you so much for this opportunity to be able to speak. Thank you so much for this opportunity for technology so that we can be able to share in this conversation together. Lord, you are writing a story in my heart, and you are not done with me, Lord. I am a work in progress, and I am a mess of a man on my own. But with you, Lord, I have seen time and time again that you are faithful. You are faithful. You are faithful. And you are faithful even now, even now when I don't know what tomorrow holds, and even now when we don't know what tomorrow holds. So thank you so much for who you are, Lord. And in your name we pray and we surrender. Amen. Amen. You have a great day today. I have no idea how long this went, (laughs) but it's all good. God bless you. Thank you for, thank you, seriously, thank you for taking your time today. We are in this together. No matter what today holds, let's think about that greater noise, that greater sound, that beautiful sound. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. God bless you. See you.